We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. If you've got us on in your vehicle, thank you for taking us on on the ride home. We appreciate that. A lot of stuff to cover yet this hour. Let us dive in. And we're streaming live. Yes, we are. That's right. That's right. And we have an app, and you can download us and do whatever you want with us. Um, okay, so I couldn't stop laughing when I saw this this morning on one of the morning talk shows. I think it was Good Morning America, and it was basically Holy Toledo's. Um, they've come out with Thanksgiving dinner pants. Why post- didn't they come out with it sooner? Really? Uh, well, right. And they're for nineteen ninety eight. but you have to. They're but from Stove top dressing their stovetop Thanksgiving dinner pants and we've posted the YouTube audio it's hysterical but here you go you love having Thanksgiving dinner with your family and enjoying a second serving of a delicious home-cooked meal. But afterwards, you feel stuck and restricted in your uncomfortable jeans, khakis, or slacks. You try to unbutton your pants for relief, but they're too tight. You're trapped. Stop the frustration and the embarrassment. The solution is here. Introducing Stovetop Thanksgiving Dinner Pants. This is the stuff Thanksgiving is made of and the perfect way to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner in comfort and style. Stovetop Thanksgiving Dinner Pants with their non patent stuff and stretch waistband allow you to eat in comfort based on the same technology used in astronauts underpants they can expand <laughs> to nearly two times their original Whoa. size wow the upscale styling seems to be imported from milan or italy but these high fashion dinner pants are designed in the usa and look great on men and women of all ages Ooh-wee. you could try to make your own stretchy pants but bags of rubber bands can cost tens of dollars <laughs> and unbuttoned pants can result in shameful injury or worse oh no With so many uses, they don't just fashion, they function. Dress your kiddo as a Thanksgiving centerpiece. Plus, they make great short-term storage for busy hands. Don't spend your hard-earned money on fancy maternity pants. Let Stovetop Thanksgiving Dinner Pants handle that precious bun in the oven. Dine in comfort with limited edition Stovetop Thanksgiving Dinner Pants for just $19.98 delivered right to your door. And if you act now, we'll throw in a set of three Stovetop holiday cards. Great for using during the holidays as cards. Don't miss out. Hurry and order your Stovetop Thanksgiving Dinner Pants today. Whoever did this, it's hysterical. But they really, they look like gopher. I mean, they're a maroon. They're a maroon, looks like a nice poly leg with a cummerbund of um, in stovetop colors, maroon and gold. And you can roll it up or you can roll it down. It has a message. And the pockets are the same color as the cummerbund belt area. It's just, that's hysterical. Do you dress for comfort on Thanksgiving? We used to always dress up. Oh, you dress up. Really? No, not anymore. I mean, it was always, I mean, always dress. I would make the boys wear, 
you know, corduroys or khakis and a really? nice sweater, a Ooh. shirt. Like, I, the first time people did it in jeans, I'm like, oh, no, where has the world gone? Oh, no. You know, remember, like, not dressing up for an airplane anymore. I mean, no, I really, we used to always, and now I... And now you're like stovetop leggings. I mean, why not? I wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) wear that. I wouldn't wear that. But, I mean, how many times did I see growing up my brothers just on the floor with their, you know, they'd eat so much. And, you know, everyone's (laughs) got their their pants undone, you know, their top button and everything. A lot of people do that. But, anyway... Anywho, I bet um, they sell out. I, th- I think oh. they might already be. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. I really think they might already be. But you should check on that. That'd be a hysterical thing to get. <laughs> okay, so Pat Benatar has made it to the charts for the first time, and I don't even know how many Pat years. Benatar, hit me with your best, best shot. shot. She was a big deal back in the day. Um, and her new song—it's the first time in 16 years. And it's uh, she's returned to Billboard's adult contemporary chart in October. And um, boy, it's called Dancing Through the Wreckage. So let's play a little and listen to it. Holding the hopeless while the fearless are standing afraid. There's a sample. That was very Pat Benatar. It was very, very Pat Benatar. And stomach. So, so this is a ballad that debuted at number 28, and it's an end tract for this documentary about the lack of programs for female veterans returning to the U.S. after their military service. And this documentary is called Served Like a Girl. Oh. I don't know where it's played. I don't know what it's done, but that's kind of the the anthem in the um in the documentary. documentary. So I like it, Pat. I like you, Pat. Well, I'm Lori glad that she's her. back. Lori saw her not too long ago and said it was just awesome. Okay, cool. John Stamos wants to have babies. John Stamos wants to have babies. He should have babies. He's so beautiful. He should pass that DNA down. He's Is he new- telling people that he's he wants newly babies? engaged? He yeah. says, I want babies. It would be a tragedy if I didn't have children. Um, he told Entertainment Tonight, um, he's a newly engaged man. She's much younger. I don't even know what she is like. She's 31. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always been my plan. And I finally found the right woman, the perfect woman. He's gushing about his bi- bride to be Caitlin McHugh. And, um, I'm done with Disney for a while. He's not going to get married there. They asked oh, okay. him, <laughs> um, cause he popped the question there. Maybe we'll have some kids. We'll do Disney, but she's obsessed with it. So I don't know. So, so he's also, kind of doing George Clooney. I want, did John Stamos, am I speaking He was married to, to Rebecca Ramos. Romine. Romine. Right. Who's married to? Jerry O'Connell. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have twins together. Yes, but they mm-hmm. never had kids together when she was married to John Stamos. That lasted maybe five years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I, at the, and he's he kind of has gone through women on a regular basis. Right. But he is God's gift. I think that is a good <laughs> choice that he passes that DNA down. 7 years they were married. 7 years, okay. That's quite some time. I I like that. Okay. I'm excited about that. Have uh some that babies. he's going to be 54? having some, Huh? He's 54. He's 54, yeah. turning a new That's what I'm saying. Well, was John Stamos 
somewhat of a confirmed bachelor type of guy. Yes. yes. And so now he's kind of doing a George Clooney. But he Clooney. never said, I didn't want to get married again. I didn't. Right. He never said it. I think, you know, there were some stories about him in Michigan with some underage people. Um, I think he's had he's had some things happen to him. He's had a little drama. I think it was mm-hmm. consensual. Mm-hmm. But I think there were some things going on with John Stamos. And then also the other dude on that show... Um, just got engaged as well. Bob um, Saget. Bob Saget. That's right. He got engaged. So they both. They're in uh, the throes of arrows mm-hmm. and they're excited about their new love. And somebody that kind of reminds me of John Stamos and George Clooney is Simon Cowell. And he said that he is. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. What did you wait, say? Simon Let's... Cowell. Reminds you of he John reminds... Stamos? Wait a minute. Well, in... wait. Wait a minute. Now, just let's <laughs> you didn't let me finish up. my statement. Okay, okay. I was he just is, shocked. No, he is reminding me of John Stamos in this story, in as much as he is a man who is in his fifties and he's deciding to settle down. Oh, he settled down. He's and, got the and, baby boy Eric. That's right, and he Three. has the baby. Mm-hmm. So they are mirror each other a little. All bit. right, fine, okay. but not in the no looks other de- way. No, not in the looks yeah. department. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. But this Simon Cowell. So he yeah. ha- he collapsed and fell down his stairs. Um, when he was home alone with his son Eric, who's just three years old, right? And it was mid after. It was, I think it was mid afternoon, and um, it scared the living daylights out of him. Apparently, he used to smoke how many cigarettes a day? Did it say eighty? Eighty cigarettes. Eighty a day. cigarettes, and what are there? Twenty in a pack? That's four packs. Yeah. That's, that's a commitment. My dad was up to that number at one point. In his that life. means you probably have multiple cigarettes going at the same time. No, you no, you don't no, have to. No, my dad never had. It's one after the other. That, yeah. but you can do the four packs a day. I've seen it done. Mm. Gross. But so he's cut back on his smoking just just two, and then also the drinking. He's got low blood blood pressure. Yeah, so you'll you get where you faint to get dizzy. You get faint. You get mm-hmm. a little dizzy. Pressure, you yeah. could have a stroke. Mm-hmm. No, you couldn't have a stroke. I'm sorry, wrong end. Um, other things can happen, but what else did he say? I'm kind of, well, he said that, you know, falling down was really scary. Well, we rem- I remember reporting about this a couple weeks ago and that he fell the hospital or the ambulance came to pick him up. And he said that it really spooked him because he thought he broke his neck right mm. from falling down the stairs. And now because of this scare, he has only smoking two cigarettes a day and he said as far as booze he used to drink vodka at one or two in the morning to spark his creativity but now after this fall he said i'm done i'm just drinking water and i'm eating healthy foods and i mean i can imagine that this would be very i mean falling down the stairs that is very serious backwards and you're only the the only person that is there is your three-year-old and how scared they i mean well they wouldn't be able to do anything no but they could cry well they could cry and it would be freaking you out but they wouldn't be able to help you right and he said simon cowell sometimes we get a reminder that we're not invincible and this certainly was mine it was a huge shock wake up call right wake up call Mm -hmm. so glad that he's doing well Oh, Simon. All right, so Taylor Swift, you know, she's holding out on streaming. Yesterday she was at 950,000 album sales. That was midday. I don't even know. She's probably over a million. She's going to sell so many. Oh, yeah. But um, Spotify's global head of creative services, Troy Carter, was talking at an Internet Association Summit on Monday morning, and he said what this is going to do is this is going to drive people back to piracy. Um, a lot of it's going to be pirated. It kind of sets the industry back a bit. He says, I understand her decision to do it. And I'm not mad for her for making the decision she made um, in the past. 
you know, Taylor Swift and Adele, who have sold millions, Adele sold millions of copies of her album, 25. Mm-hmm. And she waited seven months before she put it on streaming. So this, mm-hmm. there is a precedent for this. Um, so f- f- very few artists can do this. Well, yeah, and you have can. to be Taylor Swift yeah. level. She has sold one million copies wow. of Reputation. That is the amount sold in the first four days of its release. And now it's the year's top selling album, yeah. too. But as he said, people will find another way to get it. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. So, yeah. yeah. I, don't ever, I never could figure out how to do any of that stuff. No LimeWire, Kazaa, no. Napster, oh never anything like that. No. No. <laughs> I just buy it. You, you were good, 99 Julia. 99 cents and now it's one twenty-nine at a time. All right, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. The My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we've got Elizabeth Reese with us. Elizabeth, what kind of dirt do you have for us today, honey? All sorts of dirt. Nice to be with you guys this afternoon. Uh, let's start with Rose McGowan, okay? This is okay. a big story that's making the rounds this afternoon, and it just broke a little bit ago. Rose McGowan has been arrested over this felony cocaine warrant. She turned herself into police today. Right. And uh, she was booked into the system, took a mugshot, and then was released, uh, released on a $5,000 bond. So remember, this arrest warrant was issued against her for felony possession of a controlled substance in Virginia. And she uh, she spoke out against the warrant, saying, are they trying to silence me? There is a warrant out for my arrest in Virginia. Uh, this happened after she spoke out against Harvey Weinstein, right. saying that he had raped her. Uh, there was a warrant out for her arrest stemming from an incident in January. Apparently, when she got to D.C. to the airport at Dulles, she left behind a wallet that was later picked up. And then reported to the police department, they examined the item that was inside the wallet and it was traces of cocaine, according but, to police. But and again, so with just traces of, of cocaine. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Traces of a substance that was later identified as a narcotic. Hmm. And they can. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it looks like she's there and she's pretty defined about the whole thing. She just tweeted out a picture of herself five minutes ago yeah. at a mock-up of the White House press room with her Rose Army uh, iconography there. Yeah. So she, yeah. I think it's one of those things where she probably is just doing the rounds, doing the things yeah. to get it out of the way. Absolutely. And, and then go on. forward. Yeah. yeah. Right. Police do say that they, in January, they said they found a few bags, a few small bags of cocaine in the wallet. Oh, okay. Um, and so then it tested positive. So... There you go. That's what's happening with Rose McGowan. In the meantime, Harvey Weinstein is apparently in Los Angeles with his family. This is what sources are saying, that he's spending some time with his family while he is in town. You know, he has four daughters. Can you believe this man has four daughters? No, he's got two, three with, or two with the... Two with Georgina Chapman. But let's just hang on that for a second. He's been accused of sexual misconduct by over 50 women, including rape. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The allegations and the man has four daughters. It is just brutal. Uh, he apparently was seeking professional help in Arizona following this scandal. We don't know why he left treatment, but the story is that he is back in L.A. I feel like was he ever even in treatment in the first place oh, so that gosh, he was doing, paying lip service to going to some treatments facility in Arizona. Right. I know that there are photographs taken of him at some restaurants in the area. I know. And, you know, treatment. And what is it? How to not be a rapist treatment center? Right. I mean, crime and Pete, right? Right. Well, and there's been photographs published today of Kevin Spacey at a treatment facility in Arizona. And he's just walking around, maybe doing some With yoga. yoga mat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Is yeah this type of behavior suitable for treatment? That is a question I think that remains to be answered. Right. I don't know. Uh, He, Harvey Weinstein though, is also being sued for allegedly raping an actress at a Beverly Hills hotel. So there's an actress who's just listed as Jane Doe in this lawsuit. So we don't know yet who it is, uh, but he claims that he, she claims that Harvey Weinstein masturbated in front of her at a Beverly Hills hotel and then ultimately raped her. Uh, She says she met Harvey Weinstein in 2011 and they attended events over the next few years. She doesn't describe what the nature of their relationship was, um, but she says that she met him at a hotel in 2015 and met him in a hotel room to talk about a job on a show. Oh, and then yeah. uh, you all know the end of this story, right? Oh, right. Uh, she says she never got the role in the show. She is suing Harvey Weinstein and the Weinstein company, saying that the company was aware of his pattern of using the promise of jobs to coerce actresses to engage in sexual acts. She's also suing him for sexual battery and gender violence. Well, that's interesting, especially because it's in 2011, so it's fairly recent. So it's within the statute of limitations. Right. Yeah, 100%. Okay, let's talk about Corey Feldman. So Corey Feldman, uh, back on Dr. Oz's show, talking about the identity of another man who he says molested him. This is a man named Alfie Hoffman, who owned a teeny bopper club that child stars would frequently go to. It was an underage club that was popular among Hollywood's top teen stars, people like Alyssa Milano, Ricky Schroeder, and Drew Barrymore. And Corey Feldman and Corey Haim were frequently photographed there. Now, Corey Feldman says uh, that this Alfie Hoffman molested him, that that his first few visits to this club were really innocent. And then eventually it turned into something much more serious. And this uh, and the alleged molestation happened at private parties. Now, this guy we don't know much about, but what is being noted is that since Corey Feldman named this man on Dr. Oz. Twitter and Instagram pages that were listed as belonging to a man named Alfie Hoffman had disappeared. Oh, really? A Facebook mm. page for this man, Alfie Hoffman, has gone private. Now, we don't know if it's for sure the same guy. Right. A MySpace page. Did I, Can you still have a MySpace page? I, but I, I think you can. Actually. That has also been deleted. And then promotional photos... Uh, for this Alfie Soda Pop Club, this club, including a poster poster featuring Feldman, were previously shown on that MySpace page. Uh, I oh, I just my heart breaks for Corey Feldman. I know because I know. he is a man who has gone through a lot in yes, his he life. Is. He said uh, they're treating it like you know I'm being passed back and forth or something. That's what he's talking about. These men that he says abused him, and he says, and I just remember being terrified. Mm. And he was drugged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay, in other news, uh, Eve has joined the talk as Aisha Tyler's replacement. What do you think of that? I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I, You know, that's a... Good show. It has yeah, definitely it a different vibe than The View, but yes. I like watching it. Uh, Sarah Gilbert, Julie Chen, Sharon Osbourne, and Cheryl Underwood will be um, continuing their roles on the panel, and Eve will round it out. So they've had a bunch of guest co-hosts. That show's been on for eight seasons. Wow. Insiders say hundreds of names were considered before Eve landed the full-time gig. So I'm excited to see Eve back in the spotlight in a regular way Me because too. she was so big 10 years ago I and know. then and then she got married and kind of dropped off the radar and maybe that gives her some good perspective huh yeah i think so so i'm interested to see what she will be doing on the talk Ben Affleck is going to spend Thanksgiving with Jennifer Garner and their kids. Oh, of course That's he lovely. is. They are yeah. happy co-parenting together, which is really great. Yeah. As well as Casey Affleck will be there. Yay. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. We love you, Casey Affleck. No, we don't. And, uh, and he Matt Damon so- will be there too. Okay. I know. When's Casey Affleck going to be raked over the coals? He paid, I don't know. I he, think he wasn't. I mean, no. the allegations came out, but he never really suffered any consequences. And then he won an Oscar. Uh, yes, I know. No. Kim Kardashian West says surrogacy is so much harder than pregnancy. She says, um, you know, they're expecting baby number three. And she says it's really different. Anyone who says or thinks it's just the easy way out is completely wrong. It's so much harder to go through it this way because you are not really in control. I can imagine that. I can imagine that. And the fear of the bonding Mm -hmm. with the baby because you're so bonded with the baby when you carry the baby. And it's a different, you know, understanding that this is your biological child, but it's in someone else's hands. That's that's scary. I think so. It's like child care. It's scary. It it would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you, dear. We agree with Kim. That's a, you know, first. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We do. We do. All right. When we come back, um, Sex, drugs, and um, horrible behavior. We'll get to it. All right. I got a little uh, vintage scandal action for you guys today. Um, Ooh, a delicious, scandalous treat a little well, early this week. A little early. Yeah. Okay, okay, so here is the deal. Jolie Fisher. A lot of people don't know who she is, but she was an actress. Um, she is the daughter of Eddie Fisher and Connie Stevens. Connie Stevens, Donnie, this would be something really fun for you to try to find this song. Mm-hmm. But she um, did a big song in 1959, Kooky Kooky, Lend Me Your Comb. Oh, it's from the TV show, 77 Sunset Strip. Yeah. Can he you find the, that? Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, oh no, okay. Problem. Yeah. no problem. No problem for But Donnie. she's a beautiful sex symbol. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she is also the, the sister half-sister, whatever you call it, of Carrie Fisher. Right. The half-sister, yes, yes. They have the same dad. Yes, they have the same dad. So she has a new book coming out, and Donnie's going to see if we can get her on her show because oh. she's got a lot to oh, chat about. put in a request for you. Okay, and her new book is called Growing Up Fisher, Musings, Memories, and Misadventures. So just to go back a little bit about Eddie Fisher, he was a dog... From where the dogs say rough. I mean, oh. he really is the dog from back in the pan. But Eddie Fisher grew up um, on the East Coast, and he, by the time he, by the time we won't play it yet, Donnie. No, that was. I've got to. I've got to pull apart all my pages because there's so much to say here. <laughs> well, right. Eddie, um, yeah, Eddie, Eddie Fisher. Fisher. He had a beautiful, beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. And he by the time huge. he was huge and mm-hmm. he had, let me just see here. He was called the Coca-Cola kid after um, his musical variety television series called Coke time that debuted in 1953. And they gave him a million dollar 
contract in 1953. He had 35 songs in the top 40 between 1950 and 1956. Jeez. Women swooned over him. He loved it. He loved the fame, the feeling of being Eddie Fisher. He loved, loved, loved it. Now, he met and married Debbie Reynolds, and they had Carrie Fisher and the other boy, Scott Fisher, I think his name is. Todd. Todd Fisher. Thank you. Um, And during that time, they also would do a lot of things with Elizabeth Taylor and Mike Todd, her husband, and Mike Todd died in a plane crash. Mm -hmm. And Eddie, no sooner, I think that next day, left um, Debbie Reynolds and the children and went off and married Elizabeth Taylor. That's right. And they were married for a whopping, um, I think there were five years before she kicked him out because she met Richard Burton. Yeah. Yeah. So Jolie Fisher is revealing what it was like growing up with a dad who then married her mom, Connie Stevens, and um, left after two years. Yeah, they're barely married. Barely married. So here is some of the things that happened. Um, Because he left right away, she was raised by the 60s sex kitten Connie Fisher. Look her up. She was gorgeous in the day. Um, Eddie was never around to be a father, and he didn't know how to communicate with women except sexually. So when he did see his two young daughters, Carrie and Jolie Fisher, um, you know, they're a little older or something, maybe like eight to 13, he would just say, show me your boobs, kind of show me your blanks. Um, He was consumed with his drug and sexual addictions. He later in life even fondled his caregivers. Um, He, um, let's see here. She goes on to say that the Fisher DNA was passed on was um, a genetic predisposition for addiction, infidelity and financial idiosyncrasies. Um, she said that she just was crazy in her life with money. You know, she had all of her dad's addictions. Her dad, um, let's see, in 1969, uh, she said that she and Carrie went to visit their dad and saw cocaine paraphernalia all sitting over her mom. Connie would ask her to roll joints for her and her friends. Mm. She rolled joints and um, w- watched Lucille Ball smoke pot at their family home. All right. Um, really? She also, um, what else did she do? She, um, gosh, you know, Eddie Fisher was just, she saw her, her dad shoot up back yeah. in the day. Uh-huh. Um Let's see. And um, just crazy, crazy. Let's play that song that uh, Connie Stevens sang, Cookie, Cookie, Lend Me Your Comb. Mm-hmm. Cookie, Cookie, Lend Me Your Comb. <laughs> oh, boy. Cookie. Well, now, let's take it from the top. Grab some wheels. We're well along and talk about some food deals. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. the British invasion <laughs> couldn't have come soon enough. I know. That was 1959. Oof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Connie, after she met, um, Connie Fisher, after she met, she had a terrible first marriage with an abusive guy. After she met Eddie Fisher, um, she was already taking some drugs to keep her weight down mm-hmm. um, and to fit in her jeans. And after she met him, she became pregnant. And um, after her second pregnancy... They must have another sister in there. Frank Sinatra gave Eddie Fisher his private plane and told him to take her to Puerto Rico and marry her. And he did, but then he left shortly thereafter. 
Um, Eddie first got addicted to drugs when he lost his voice, but still had to perform. Someone suggested he get help from the infamous Dr. Max Jacobson, also well known as Dr. Feelgood, who treated President Kennedy and Jackie, Judy Garland, Frank Sinatra, Marilyn Monroe, and even Elvis. The doctor described his mystery concoction of the best speed as a unique energy formula. Uh, And after shooting up, Eddie was hooked. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. So anyway, she's just talking about her life, how, oh, here it is, that um, she remembered she was an expert joint roller for her mom, and she would stockpile them for her mom. She replenished the silver cigarette box in the bar for guests. She remembers Lucio Ball smoking a joint from the cigarette box. So when her older half-sister, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia of the Star Wars film, came over to visit um, she came with John Belushi and her then fiance Dan Aykroyd. She knew they were high on something. From that point on, she couldn't be naive anymore about drugs because she realized her, she was in a druggy, 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 druggy family. Well, yeah, and she talks about, and you touched on this a little earlier, that she said as a toddler that she had a baby's eye view of her own father tying off, preparing a needle, injecting drugs into her, his veins. So she can remember that as a toddler watching your parents. I mean, obviously it sounds like Connie Stevens and Eddie Fisher were totally not parents whatsoever Mm -hmm. and i remember watching the carrie fisher debbie reynolds documentary and debbie or um, carrie fisher goes to visit her dad who's living out in the desert somewhere at some retirement community and he looked awful he married like six times his latest wife his last wife tried to leave money to him but it was contested her will was contested when she passed away yet he passed away in 2011 Mm -hmm. anywho oh scandalous well the book is out now and hopefully, hopefully we we'll get her on because that would Fisher. be a good it a try. It would be a good chat. All right, when we come back, favorite headline of the day and the rest of the headlines. That's funny. What lovers do. That's by Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. That's going on. All right. So favorite headline of the day, and I was looking for it all day yesterday, and it finally came out. Um, Cindy Adams from Page Six, remembering Liz Smith as an A one stand up dame, and her first line was like, "When Liz Smith went away." I was away, so my timely goodbye got away. Probably the first time either of us ever blew a deadline. And then she goes on to say, Liz began a gossip column pre-K, before Kardashians, before tweets, Twitter, and TMZ. Go back, long back, even from her porthole in the ark. (laughs) Having Lizzie could (laughs) sniff out which donkey was an ass. Oh, and it's just a really clever, I tweeted out at Lori Julia, and then she goes on to say, however, um, she's managing up there to fill... To file for Heaven's Headlines, my message to her now, rest easy, Liz. Just face it, that Ivana's next exclusive will be mine. (laughs) Liz Smith, one of a kind, and regardless of wherever else her columns may have been printed, only in New York, kids, only in New York. That's all. That's a nice tribute. I thought so, too. Oh, thanks for sharing that. All right, Danny, what do you got? Let's see, Rowan Atkinson, the actor, Mr. Bean, he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. He is 62, and he's expecting a baby with his partner, who is 33. Okay, so this now that's is, the way. So this is so, I love, <laughs> who doesn't love Mr. Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean. Bean. Yes. Oh. But Mr. Bean, in real life, Rowan Atkinson is a very different man. Oh, have you met him? No, what but I mean? just, like, reading, he, I mean, he's not, he's very, like, Sharp. I mean, he's not Mr. Bean. Like, no, yeah, right, no, right, no, right, I know, right, but I'm just saying, right. like, you know, he's kind of like he's into like sports cars and looking sharp and sure. and, and having the young girl on his arm. So I, I guess I'm just what I'm saying is I'm not surprised by this news whatsoever.
Mm-hmm. Seems pretty par for the course. But okay. but the oldest one was Tony Randall. He was 73. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that when remember his wife that. got pregnant? Boy. Yep. Ooh. All right. All right. What do we? What else do we uh, got? John Stewart. Uh, we didn't get to the audio of this. He was on the Today Show. He was stunned to hear about uh, Louis C.K. despite hearing rumors a year ago. Yeah. Well, John Stewart was asked during the taping of a podcast a year ago. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman. Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go about these rumors about Louis C.K., and he said that he didn't know. You know, he was asked, and he just, he honestly didn't know. And then he said that he and his friends and his colleagues kind of went around looking maybe for some answers, but they didn't really have any. Oh, they did. And and just like, okay, so what are we going to do about this? He said, you give your friends the benefit of the doubt. I tried to think of it in terms of, I've had friends who've had compulsions and have done things gambling or drinking or drugs. We've lost some of them. Some of them have died. You always find yourself back in the moment. Did I miss something? Mm -hmm. Could I have done more in this situation? I think we all could have. So you feel anger at what he did to people. Yeah. And he also said that uh, he was talking about spaces for females in the world of comedy and that it's just not accommodating to women. And, you know, Mark Maron yesterday, he wrote uh, about Louis C.K. And he also said that, too. And there hopefully will be spaces for women in comedy in the future. So, that yeah, well, absolutely there should Mm -hmm. be. I would argue that some of the best comedy that's happening right now is being made by women. So, yes, it is. Oh, dear, Um, those women. Blake Shelton is apparently People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for the Year. We can't corroborate that because even though yesterday people said, coming Tuesday is the big announcement, it is now almost 6 o'clock and there's not any kind of an announcement from people. So we don't know what's going on. Well, maybe it will be at 11.59. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) People Magazine is trying to get every single packed punch out of last week's um, Royal... Um, edition. It was all about the relationship and the marriage of the Queen and Prince Philip. And so they don't want to let anything out there too early, but we're hearing all the peripheral cast members of Sexiest People Alive. Like, this is us, the male cast. Got They're it for teasing this sex- us yes. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So we just can't it's wait. It's going to be Blake Shelton. Yes, of course. <sighs> Mm -hmm. That's my response to that. Meghan Markle is poised to exit the suits after she finishes filming season seven. Because she's going to get engaged to Prince Harry if she isn't already, and we just don't know it. Yep. So. The weekend is dating Justin Bieber's ex while Justin dates The Weeknd's ex. I absolutely love this. They're they're trading Yvonne Ventura. Um, was Justin Bieber's ex. They um, were spotted together at French Montana's birthday party um, last Thursday night, and he was hand-in-hand with Yvonne, excuse me, <clears throat> Ventura all night. So they're, so they're doing a little... Mm, little they were affectionate, little, huh? the inte- affectionate, and... Uh, but this happens with groups of friends in their early 20s all the time. Some people date one person, and then you go to the other person, and then... So this is totally normal. And then you never talk to the other and, people anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, all right, yep. 
Uh, Mandy Moore, This Is Us fans won't be disappointed with the upcoming episodes. That's She just says people keep watching. I don't know if their audience has gone down or what, but um, I'm telling you, I got caught up last night on This Is Us. That mm-hmm. show rocks. It's so good. So you're still on board, on board with yes, it? Yes, okay. I am. It sounded it's, like you were saying no, that it wasn't good so, anymore. No, it is so good. I was just being lazy. Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you what's going to happen? Now, this is an exciting headline. Oh, my and gosh. And Donnie, it's not please. on the list. No, I see. Okay. okay. So Walmart.com is trying to get at a new customer. Mm-hmm. Um, One that doesn't shop at Walmart, I'm ex- assuming. <laughs> that would be Lori, for instance. Oh, no, doesn't shop at Walmart? There's I don't, a lot I don't, of people I don't, that I don't, don't shop yeah. at Walmart. No. But they're they're going to be getting online. They're going to be selling Lord and Taylor merchandise. Is going to go to Walmart.com. Wow! This is going to happen oh. in the spring. I love Lord and Taylor. I mean, that's some high end stuff. So they're going to try to get some high end merch mm. on their site, which I think is kind of smart. Because, I get it. Yeah, because they get a lot of people. You know, for their online, they're trying to do the grocery store thing, yeah. like Target's yeah. doing. But I thought that was kind of interesting. And the Garth Brooks anthology. Just in time for Christmas. Is that a it's, album it's a set? It's a CD set with books and all these other things. Trisha Yearwood, you know, his wife. So they're kind of doing a Taylor Swift, but they're doing it at Walmart. I don't know where they're doing it. Okay. But I just want you to know that that is coming out there. I had the Barbara Streisand anthology once given to me, and I thought it was the greatest gift since sliced bread. <laughs> so if you know a Garth Brooks fan in your life, get this. Don't you think? Well, yeah, of course. That would Garth. be super fun. Well, who doesn't love Garth Brooks? I know. He's an institution. He really is. Yeah. Those were just a couple of my rambling notes from this morning's TV. Okay. Huey <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is Thank still you. alive, and he played with the band last night <laughs> on Jimmy I saw Kimmel. that. I know, yeah. I thought Thank it was. Lewis. Thank you for that news flash. I know. Lewis is still alive. I thought you'd like it. And tom- it's hip to be square, That's isn't right. it? And tomorrow, if you go to nothing but bun cake locations and you buy, it's a buy one, get one buntlet free offer if you mention it's National Bun Day. Oh, they're so good. I know. They're uh, so delicious. Huey Lewis, boy. He was huge in the mid-80s. Oh, but that song. Oh, that album, Sports, yeah. used to oh, be. Sports, I, that's right. Yeah, I used to play that all the time when oh, I was little. Heart of Rock and Roll is still beating. That's right, and there yeah. was a Disney cartoon that they edited to that song. You oh, can watch that? it on DTV. Yeah. What YouTube. was the big song he had in the uh, the, the, the the time travel movie? Um the power of love. Power of love. There we oh, go. Yeah. That's what I All right. Saying. Well, now we have jumped the shark. Jumped the shark because we're talking about uh, the Huey, life of Huey, Huey Lewis. Lewis, still alive. Yes, Listen, we posted some <laughs> funny things on the Lori and Julia show page. Check them out today. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.